Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. This week's episode of Talking Simpsons is brought to you by Geek Fuel. Go to geekfuel.com slash laser time to sign up for a box of geeky goodies sent to you directly. And if you sign up through geekfuel.com slash laser time, you will get an exclusive Star Wars item worth $20 added to your first box. Ahoy hoy, everybody, and welcome to Talking Simpsons, where we drink a lot of beer and stay out all night. <laughs> I'm your host for this one, Bob Mackey. Who else is here today with me? Christopher Antista, biggest Simpsons fan ever. Henry Gilbert, the real biggest Simpsons fan oh, ever. Oh my gosh. I'm Dave Rudden, and some people call me Maurice. <laughs> Dave is a real space cowboy, and today's episode is The Way We Was, which in case you don't remember, this is the 70s flashback episode to when Homer and Marge first met in high school. This episode aired on January 31st, 1991. Chris, what happened on this fabled day in history? Oh my. Oh my God, Bobby. Oh my God. <laughs> a Marriott announces it's selling all 104 of its big boy burger chains. The American Music Awards announces MC Hammer has tied Michael Jackson as their most decorated artist ever. Wow. And AIDS announces it's the number two killer of leading young it's the number two leading killer of young men. Wow. <laughs> Did the virus make a press release? <laughs> And I gotta say, pray, prayer did not help MC Hammer avoid bankruptcy, right? Oh, man. And uh, please note that Charlie Sheen was a young man back then. So. Oh, yeah. Ooh, oh, oh, boy. Man. We're getting personal now. Uh, this is, uh, that was some dark news to cap that off with. <laughs> I apologize. So, this episode's gonna be funny, though. Yes, That's we, when everybody started wearing the red ribbons. That is Big true, Big Boy yeah. Burgers, is that, isn't that the... the bo- Lord Lad Donuts. Lord Lad. The yeah. yeah, holding up Lord like Lad. a platter with a burger I on don't, it. I don't, I've never been to one, but I remember a news chain of my parents with like a look of jaw drop shop, the last big boy burger. And I think <laughs> there, there's still a couple around the country. But They've like, returned. Well, that was uh, a joke in Austin Powers that Big Boy was making its return. Yeah. Yeah. So that was uh-huh. Dr. Evil's lair, right? Yep. It was in a big boy. Mm-hmm. So this episode, I want to talk about one thing first. Like, mm-hmm. this is the first taste of 70s nostalgia that yeah. I think the world would experience. But just putting this in perspective, this episode is written in 1991 and aired in 1991. Probably written in 1990, I'm guessing. But, yeah. okay, so this episode is about 17 years before 91. If this episode aired today, it would be about 1998. They actually mm-hmm. did that. So just think yeah, about that's that. One of the worst episodes. It's one of the most hated episodes. Yes. I, hate episode. I don't want to talk about that 90s show because it just destroys show. canon. It, it like yeah. it like yeah. relishes in destroying canon in a yeah. way that I feel is like self-destructive. It's, well, it's I, incredibly surreal as, a, as an adult fan of The Simpsons, though, when we this flashback is so canon, it's not even funny. Artie Ziff yeah. is, is created here, and the, the idea that like you're going to flash back to your origins and it's from when i was in high school and also homer invents grunge after grunge is invented it doesn't make any sense at all it's a a terrible episode but sonic does uh ask you to wear condoms that's true yeah that is is a good joke i know i'm infringing on your guys' territory but like 
Matt Groening didn't want to do this episode because he didn't want to like stake the Simpsons to a, like a time and like time exactly and yeah. yeah. Brad Bird also said the same thing that Mike, you're gonna regret this yeah. if this goes for ten years. This is gonna stick you at a certain time, and, and they say like, ah, forget it, it was, buddy. Yeah, they were well, just like, this is such a good episode and yeah. such a good concept. We'd like central to, to the episode is seventies jokes yes. everywhere. If you yeah. lose the time frame, mm-hmm. then you lose the joke. And yeah. it was really surreal watching this with my parents because Homer and Marge graduate in seventy four. Mm-hmm. And so did my parents. Yeah. So wow. like my parents are on the verge of turning sixty, or they just did turn sixty. Yeah. So like that is like the the quote unquote real age of Margin Homer is yeah. sixty yeah. at this I point. That, I did that, made that note too. Like if yeah. they were eighteen and seventy four. Wow. They are pushing sixty, and they were born now. in fifty six. Yeah. I'm guessing yep. or fifty five. Yeah. Oh, so right around my parents. Yeah. So like I feel like this was the first taste of seventies nostalgia anyone would have. I mean, They're definitely the first yeah. for me. And like the nineties would always would just be about seventies nostalgia yeah. to the point you were just like shut up. I did not live through this era. I don't care about platform shoes or the, lapels or, or whatever. Brady Bunch, yeah, yeah. one she, of the best. She got hit in the eye with a football. One yeah. of the best unsung, oh, unsung movies of the nineties is the Beavis and Butthead movie, which mm. seems to think it. Watching it now, I'm like, did they really think the seventies was this funny? And that's any, how they have to open the movie. Like any kind of waka chicka and afros yeah. were yeah. immediately like comedy gold in the nineties. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, it was, it, was your, it was untapped ground. This episode I guess. is riddled with. Yes. And now. Mm-hmm. The the 70s were as close to them as the 90s are to us now, yeah. so I wonder if the kids our age are going to be like, I don't care about this 90s nostalgia. Quit with your Kickstarters, Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah. This episode will be about, like, uh, there'll be, like, uh, Papa Roach and, like, um, Fred Durst on the soundtrack <laughs> and, like, Homer wearing Jinkos and things like that. But It, uh, it is one of the most hack soundtracks of yeah. 70s nostalgia history. No, it was the, the first Steve Miller Band, Do the Hustle. Songs. The thing is, these are very specific to 1974. Like, The Prom oh, really? is Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, which was, like, a 73 album by Elton John. Oh, like, Bobby. They so are so specific, and they used to be very specific about these things. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to take place in 74. They all have to be 74 related or, like, mm-hmm. at least within that time period. So, but, should we talk about... Oh, go ahead. Yeah, where does it start? They, the, the framing device, which became the framing device for all flashback episodes. That's right. Like, mm-hmm. something goes wrong. Like, either the TV show they're watching is boring or mm-hmm. the TV breaks. In this case, they're watching a Siskel and Ebert okay. parody. Which I... I love because I, I love. Well, these I, are both dead men, by the way. Bo- both. Play well, now it's only recently. And that chase at the end, my friend. Are you nuts? That movie stinks like your creepy one-bedroom apartment. Your mother <laughs> didn't think it was so creepy. My mother, real mature. I'm sick of your great school. I love watching a bald guy argue with a fat tub of lard. Okay, I want to say like I recognize that as a joke because Homer is both bald and fatter than Ebert. Yes. Yeah. I just I love how celebrated Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel were back in the day. Like they were the most recognizable critics in the world who's the most recognizable critic now um, um pewdiepie Pew- I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. but i do want to say chris we have to see the first appearance of mcbain <gasps> yes. i don't know if, i don't know if you grabbed the clip our first. next movie is mcbain another shoot him up push him through the plate glass window splatter fest from the hollywood cookie cutter here's a typically brainless scene senator mendoza is one of the most respected citizens in this state mcbain and yet you ran his limo off a cliff broke the necks of three of his bodyguards and drove a bus to his front door but captain i have proof that he's head of an international drug cartel i don't want to hear it mcbain <laughs> you're out of here <laughs> well, that makes two of us okay <laughs> that makes <laughs> so throughout the first three or four years, we see a lot of McBain clips, and the amazing thing is, if you if you hook them all up to each other, they tell an yeah. entire story, I which I only realized recently. Like Mendoza I, pops up later because yeah. like when when McBain is mourning the death of his father, he's like Mendoza. Yeah, I don't think it does tell. No, it does. Stories. There's a YouTube. There's been YouTube yeah, I know yeah. this, but what it is, it's it's so specifically making fun of a certain type of movie yeah. with these same characters. 
There's not a real movie in there. It's just all little pieces of a cliche no, of what could, all those movies were. This is more than just a fan theory, but Chris. Could, I think it's real. Yeah, so. they yeah. could act like it's different films, but they're like, no, he's chasing after Santa Mendoza. He's told not to do that. Yeah. His partner is killed by a guy hired by Mendoza. And then there's like then the, he, the parties, like, it's three times more addictive than marijuana. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I, yeah. Again, I, I think they were done sequentially in order, but I don't think on behalf of the writers they were trying to make a whole main movie. I think they were in on not not like a movie, but they no. were just like they're pulling clips from what could have been a movie. Yeah, well, my big the biggest props I want to give is to whoever did the celluloid border and font for the movie clip of the the review oh, yeah. show is so painfully, disgustingly Tim and Eric accurate. Oh, for to sure, that yeah. kind of show. Yeah, it was such a specific Arnold Schwarzenegger joke that here is a guy who is impossibly giant and has an accent that makes no sense. Like, yeah, he's a cop. <laughs> yeah. He's a cop named McBain. Yeah, and there was a movie. There was an action film called McBain that came out after this that. Apparently the Fox lawyers told them, no, you can't call McBain because there's this movie. Like, but we had it first. And so. Riff Tracks did a Riff Tracks of it. They and did? Uh, Christopher oh. Walken is in McBain. Really? The movie, yeah. McBain. And so that's why he just became Raymere Wolfcastle and they were inter- they were introducing him by his character name, his oh. actor name all the time. Right, then, uh, yep. McBain. Yeah. Jesus Christ. There was, was a real McBain movie. I yeah. was very annoyed that it wasn't President McBain, that it was President Schwarzenegger in the movie. Yeah, yeah I feel like that was a little uh, patronizing. I was I sorry. elected to lead, not read. So what happens in this episode is the, the TV, TV breaks. breaks. And I think this is... Oh, I'd rather tell you a different story. How your father and I first met and fell in love. We were seniors in high school, but we had never even met. Never, ever heard that song before this the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and but it's, it's a sound-alike here. But I think Steve Miller is the real song, but the Carpenters might be a sound-alike. Really? Yeah. yeah, they got the, yeah, I mean, they got the song rights, but right. they just didn't get the master rights. A little too rights. expensive. Yeah, hmm. but this became their song. Like, speaking again of the movie, they, that song is playing on their wedding vi- uh, videotape. Yeah, yeah it's, which, I though it's apocryphal. They did not film their wedding. They got married in, like, <laughs> Reno, Nevada. That is so. true. Uh, but anyway, yeah. I, I still like that it's as far as licensed music goes. This is one of the only songs to come back over and over again. Yeah, though I also did not get as a kid the idea that Homer proposed to Marge by getting her pregnant. Like that's how right, yeah. that's how he proposed Damn. to her out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean we, we flash back to 1974, and like mm-hmm. Homer is the Homer that we know today. He is like <laughs> shiftless, aimless, no ambition, and just an idiot. And once again, a great clip of Dan Castellaneta singing. Uh, oh. Some people call me a space cowboy. Yeah, yeah. Some call me the gangster of love. Some people call me Maurice. <laughs> God. I always do the woo woo when yeah. I sing along with it too. I have a oh man, I uh, Steve Miller band. Well, Steve Miller band. This is I shouldn't even bring this up, ah, but it, do, it, it tortures me now. Um, I was like so in love with this girl in high school, and she just Ooh. considered me her friend. Uh, just, just beautiful, and seems like some at one point seemed like she was torturing me, mm-hmm. and she didn't like me at like that. And then one time she's like, "I've been practicing my stripping and like literally stripped naked." <laughs> to this song in front of me and like I was I was such a fucking <laughs> wuss and a baby I'm just like that's pretty good stripping <laughs> you think like, that was her testing you to see if you had the balls to make a movie I and absolutely she, she she didn't want anything to do with me like that she treated me she like she was taunting you she then. treated me like a no well, she was treating me like her gay friend I see and because okay. I, I had become I was so harmless and like oh, okay. I'm picturing you as Roger Rabbit with the steam coming out of the ears <laughs> 
you were in the friend zone, not the bone zone, where you uh, want it to be. I got there eventually, but don't I, worry about I it. I love Homer's car, number one. Oh, like it's so cool. Pito. I think so, it's a Pinto. I think so. Yeah, but, it's but, hideous. Also, I made this note that uh, after watching now Futurama... I can't not see Homer as Fry. Teen Homer. Oh, for man. sure. I, I had the Homer same thought. Fry. Yeah, and I think it's also because Mac Rainey says on the commentary that Teen Homer was kind of inspired by him. Like that was same his haircut. haircut as yeah. A kid. Also, and the I, same haircut of Brett Elson from like the last. <laughs> and well, last 15 I mean, years. like I, I was watching the episode. I'm like, it would not take that much modification to make my hair like Homer's. Like flatten here, part here. You're really gonna ditch the so Dolph Ziggler, Daniel Bryan thing. Yeah, you well, need puffier bangs though. That's oh yes, the thing. I don't know if I could just flatten everything. It would be kind of like Homer's. But anywho, like, uh, I, I also meant to point out, like, there, whenever I see these scenes of the Simpsons watching television together and not looking at their iPhones, it's always a little jarring. But the idea yeah. of an entire family sitting around together and watching a Siskel Eaton Ebert review show, like that, I can <laughs> yeah. just imagine like throwing things at my parents until they change. The and they're family. traumatized when it's over. Yeah. When it doesn't like when yes. the TV breaks, they're screaming. Like, I think this is sick. You're yeah. staring at a dot. That's, that's a great line. So we also meet Marge, and one of the things I missed in this episode, where like. Uh, her friend introduces her to feminism, but yeah. all of Marge's feminism—sorry, all of Marge's feminism—is based on one issue of uh, one magazine. magazine. And she's she, radicalized within like two hours, and she applies it inappropriately later when she's talking about the movie "Butterflies Are Free." Is that a real movie? That, that's what her speech is based on in two different scenes. Yes, Even if your kid is blind. Yes, uh, like uh, okay, we'll talk about this later, but okay. we'll, we'll get to I'm it. I'm for equal rights, but do we really need a whole amendment? <laughs> Come on, Marge. Don't you think you deserve to earn just as much as a man who does the same job? Well, not if I have to do heavy lifting or math oh marge you really ought to read this that is that is such an old stereotype do you know anybody in your life who is better at math than a woman yeah Yeah. like was that was that a stereotype women are bad at math i think that's what it was is that that only men could do math everybody got so mad at barbie saying math is hard that's right yeah which would later be a simpsons episode i feel like the stereotype is flipped though right like women are just like when we go and play a strategy game yeah all of our women friends kick the shit out of us (laughs) my woman my my lady particularly helps me balance my finances like (laughs) how the fuck did women get the reputation of being bad at math? i'm actually hearing that like i've heard men rights activists quote stat statistics that men are falling behind women in all these college fields like they're better educated it's the men. war on men <laughs> exactly now whatever happened to marge's friend too like homer is still friends with barney to I, this day i but... do love the clip of them meeting in high school for the first time hi homer you like for english english who needs that i'm never going to england come on let's go smoke so <laughs> when he okay so i first read that as a kid as they're smoking cigarettes yeah. but when he Ooh. calls that, when he calls them, their answer to Cheech and Chong, were they supposed to be smoking? I weed? think you're, you're right because yeah. it, I also think this is was this the first time I saw a bong or was there a bong? The bong pre- line. It was yeah. the first time I'd heard the word. I don't bong. know if it was Dondelinger was so out of touch that he didn't realize like Cheech and Chong were smoking pot. That's you know? the most Rick and Morty yeah. principal name. Is his name Dondelinger? Mister Mister Long. Yeah, and he comes back on occasion. But yeah, like Marge also notices the sm- the smell of smoke coming from mm-hmm. the boys' room, which is like. Or not, like, I guess if it was tobacco, you'd smell that. Too. Yeah, you would, but it, they're smoking. I don't, I don't it's know. It's a specific it, yeah. marijuana is a specific smell. Yeah, yeah. And if I didn't say this already, I said it in the last episode. But these two are a one one two punch of emotional emotional wreckage for poor little Chris here. Uh, like I don't know why, but this this episode really gets me right in the cockles. Uh, Homer meeting Marge for the first time. Excuse me, is this room one oh six? Hey, who's that? <laughs> I don't know. Why do birds 
It's a great sequence. Yeah. It's a great sequence. I love the animation. David Silverman, by the way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He mentioned that. Uh, oh, so this isn't the Carpenters? No. It's a Just like me. It's a, it's a studio singer. Yeah, it's a very close sound to Ken yeah. Carpenter. Uh, also, yeah, speaking to David Silverman, he mentions on the... He mentioned on the commentary that he graduated in 74 as well. Oh, wow. And so he brought in his school yearbook to show them, like, here's fashion. Like, here's what we were all doing in 74. And March's so. hair, she's wearing her hair down. She's yeah. putting her bangs behind her ears. Yeah, she looks, yeah. she, her hairstyle reminds me of, is it Busy Phillips from uh, yeah, Freaks and Geeks? Like, ex- the exact same yeah. hairstyle. Right, yeah. Though yeah. once her hair goes up, she... She doesn't look young anymore. She's like, well, you're grown up, March, now. Like, yeah. it's, it's very indistinguishable. And Homer with hair looks so much younger. Like, yes. he's not supposed to be that old in the show, but, like, yeah, the hair does do a lot for him. It's it's later in a later flashback where they show the progress of his hair. And, yeah. like, okay, now that all makes sense. So, it's all plausible. So then, when Homer tells his dad... Wait, uh, like, the, okay, wait. him courting Marge... There, he meets Marge in detention. Marge's right. first time in detention. So Homer goes to detention for smoking, and Marge yeah. goes for burning her bra. Which goes up like tissue paper. Again, this... this Was that supposed to... Indicate that she that March, that stuffed, March her stuffed her bra. Yeah. I thought it might, but so. I, I think it just. I don't know. This, or was this episode someone, to me is one of the funniest ever. Like line for line is really up, funny. So I think maybe. stuffing your bra was just putting tissues in it because it, there's there's an episode of The Wonder Years where Kevin finds yeah, out that cheerleader stuffs her bra and it's like traumatic for him. But I didn't know if that was Marge's bra this was or the most someone, important bra that was of given to her during <laughs> the the demonstration. Like whatever bra. I thought it was supposed to be funny that they were burning a. They didn't know how to burn a bra when making a proper. It doesn't remind me when they as a small tit joke you pervs Jeez. god i'm so progressive it does remind you. me of when they're burning the crusty merchandise it's like wow i didn't realize they would burn yeah. that much burn that uh, quick but I, this this scene i think is particularly sweet uh homer trying to ask out margin attention oh yeah so uh, what are you in for i'm a political prisoner <laughs> last time i ever take a stand well yeah. i'm here for being me every day i show up act like me and they slap me in here simpson be quiet you I haven't seen you in school before. Okay, Simpson. What? You just bought yourself another day of detention. Maybe dick. we should get together sometime. Two days. I'm sorry. I don't even know your name. I'm Homer. Three days. Jay. Four days. Simpson. Five days. It was worth it. Six days. <laughs> okay, Simpson. To the back of the room. <laughs> you should have punished Marge for talking there, though, too. No. They never explained, like, why... Was Marge new to the school? They never explained why they would never have met before. No, I mean, you went yeah. to high school and you didn't know everybody. Like, yeah, but there's, there's only a little thing with Marge because she's treated like the hottest girl in school, but nobody knows her name. She's not yeah. popular. But I mean... My school was, I don't know, like probably like the graduating class was probably like two or three hundred people. Mm-hmm. So like I knew uh, uh, like one third of them from my grade school and then mm-hmm. like another third of them from middle school and then the other third like at the beginning of high school. Oh. Like it, no, but it was like you would gradually get to know all these people. Like yeah. senior year, if somebody shows up, they're a new kid and yeah. That, yeah. That, they're a mystery. No, so, I'm like, it does not frame that very well at all. It does treat Marge like the new kid in yeah, school. They sh- well, I, yeah. but it's just I think a Marge was just a nerd who took civics classes who blossomed, but Homer was never going to see her. And Homer yes. is probably yeah. self-centered and stupid, so it's yeah. very possible he doesn't know everybody. He's got the everybody. worst father ever. I, I yeah. love the flashback how bad Abe, how bad his advice is and what in, in most flashback sequences Abe is portrayed as awful and their house is just disgusting dude it, like again I'd la- I had I, there's too many things that awoken something in me in Barney's house but at least it's not Abe's house yeah, yeah. where he's raising a family where it, there's like greasy greasy fan vents all over this <laughs> yeah like everywhere ceiling. Well, their, their dinner is like we got a bucket of Shakespeare's fried chicken let's just eat it together <laughs> uh, I miss Shakespeare's fried chicken again the worst advice ever now, this girlfriend of yours, is she a real looker? Uh-huh. Light on the ball? Oh, yeah. Oh, son, <laughs> don't overreach. 
Go for the dented card. Get in, job. The less attractive girl. Oh, Abe. Oh, I blame myself. I should have had this talk a long time ago. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, knowing, so knowing, yeah, knowing Abe's wife left him yeah. makes this scene yes. a lot more poignant yes. for me. And, and that would and be why like, Homer aspires Abe to nothing. An MRA. Yeah. <laughs> why Homer aspires to nothing. And, like, and like why when he's even treated with a job at the nuclear power plant, he reacts like this. Homer. Do you have any plans for after graduation? Me? I'm going to drink a lot of beer and stay out all night. <laughs> oh, no, I meant career-wise. You know, that nuclear power plant will be opening soon. It's one of the few outfits around that won't require a college education. Me in a nuclear power plant. <laughs> Kaboom! <laughs> <laughs> I like seeing birds on that brochure, yeah. too. We find out... So yeah. that, so no. that um, guidance counselor would grow up to be Ebert in the beginning of the <laughs> I guess episode. so. Well, all right, no, the, Your uh, mother j- didn't think it was so... <laughs> a joke we, we skipped there that I really didn't get as a kid was mm. when... Abe tells him to get a beer. That's right. And yeah. he's like, I just collect the cans, Daddy. Yeah. yeah, it's like he knows Homer's drinking. That's such yeah. a mean thing to do. Like, And it was also a very like specific reference, too, that it was a pull-tab can. They, That's right. I yeah. pull the tab Remember off. finding those in the woods and like, what the fuck yeah. are these things? They're futuristic, kind a of. A sticker-based beer can. Uh-huh. To defend Abe Simpson, it's like, well, he's letting his son have a beer with him while he gives him like the birds and the bees talk. Yeah. I like, there's a just lot of Kind of refresh. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of courtship rituals now that are considered not cool. I think the um, idea of marrying your high school sweetheart is also not cool for our generation. But right? there's also there, well there there is also the thing that like for some reason whenever you're trying to impress a woman you're willing to become a better person for the first time <laughs> in your life. I think that still exists. Yeah, and I love this that immediately Homer's like I gotta join the debate club. Or yeah, something. he finds out from the guidance counselor. That's what yeah, Mark is into. And, and so that leads to another a, this, this a very is, big breach of the guidance counselor uh, contract or whatever. Like I'll tell you exactly what this uh, girl does. Yes, so that yeah, you can yeah. go do it. Here's too. her address. But Homer, I, Homer goes to him for love advice, really, not yes. for his own like guidance. And I, I didn't. I didn't know if that was. That seemed to be a very specific reference, the idea of a guidance counselor for M through Z and A through No, that's the way it worked L. in my school. Yeah. Did it really? Yeah. yeah I, I feel mean, like we had one guidance counselor in my school. There was not <laughs> two guidance counselors split into the expertise alphabet. Yeah. Whose expertise were split alphabetically. See, our See guidance- I went to a big high school. Oh, yeah. rub yeah. it in, Dave. Our guidance counselor uh, shaved her eyebrows off and then painted them on. So when she was oh, talking to you, you could not even pay attention. It was just like, what, what's going on with your eyebrows? <laughs> I, I have the worst guidance counselor story just because like, I saw my parents parents meet him when he's like hi how's it going tom and then like we're walking by him in a just on the way out of lunch I'm like what's up tom and he's like hey hey Ooh. not fucking tom to you man Ooh. call me mr blip i don't fucking remember your name asshole but it traumatized me for a long time wow he, did, wow, he way to pull rank tom he totally pulled rank on a fucking elementary school kid <laughs> i've hated guidance counselors ever since <laughs> but he felt like a real big man but i well, love the, this and then the clip jay of, sherman shows up i right? don't i see this that's the thing i don't have that yet but him joining the debate club, I love the sequence. <clears throat> My name's Homer Simpson. I like to sign up or something. Well, we have an opening on the debate team. Debate? Like arguing? Yes. I'll take that, you stinkpot. <laughs> Just warming up, Mrs. Blumenstein. This year's topic <laughs> is resolved. The national speed limit should be lowered to 55 miles per hour. 55? That's ridiculous. Sure, they'll save a few lives, but millions will be late. <laughs> Why don't you take con? So I, I didn't. I didn't have a, a good Lovitz clip of Ziff because I liked his clips later on. I think he becomes a better, funnier character. But Lovitz appears 
in, in, well, in our show first, but he appears as just a random shop teacher in the middle of the episode. Oh, that's really? him, right? Yeah. yeah. I had him for four years. Solid C student. Made a lamp last year. Made a lamp last year. Wow, to, I never knew that was John Lovitz. To go get references on him from other yeah. people throughout the school. Yeah. And I only grabbed this clip because it was on every promo for this episode, which I was obsessed with having recorded it and thinking Homer might be dead. Look, I'm not asking you to like me. I'm not asking you to put yourself in a position where I can touch your goodies. I'm just asking you to be fair. Mm. <laughs> so that's... Uh, then soon comes, I feel like, the first full shot of Homer's ass. Like, yeah. I guess he's naked in, in uh, Simpsons, in the, the nature in the, episode. Uh, yeah. Call, Call the, 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 the Simpsons, Simpsons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. he is nude, but you don't really see his butt. Like... In this one, that angle on Man. his ass is like yeah. it's near pornographic. They Boy. can't show butts anymore, as far as I know, thanks Man. to the whole Janet Jackson thing. Thank you. That Janet. happened ten years ago, or uh, almost twelve years ago. Jesus your Christ! Your barely visible nipple showed on national. Television. Oh, dear God, the world saw pasties. And Dan Castellaneta and and John Lovitz have such great. Like, it's fantastic. They yeah. are so good together. It's it is excellent, and I, I do love their sequence. And he realizes he can get too much because she's a French tutor, and if I pretend I'm a French student. Also, I um, love the. It's not the most. Witty Joke, mm-hmm. but when Barney asks her friend out on a date, yeah. she's like, "Good God, no!" <laughs> well, she says, I wouldn't go out with you if you were Elliot Gould. No, that, that that's another character. That yeah, also, that also sounds like th- that voice in particular in that sequence sounds like it's coming from a different room. I don't know it how kind it of does. Mic. Yeah, uh, but this guy, good called this French connection. I love how it, it bleeds into back into the present where the Simpsons are telling the story of the meeting. I, I tutor part time. You tutor? Yes. And anyone can be tutored. Just those who need help with French. French? What a coincidence. Just the subject I'm having trouble with. <laughs> Why you cagey old dog? Great story. Positively spellbinding. <laughs> Damn you, work. Bart, pay attention. Bart banging on the television. Yeah. Well, well that came my fa- one of my favorite lines of the episode, which is like, my- you may be telling this to your own son someday if something breaks. <laughs> now, my line is actually f- my line of the show. The joke. It just makes me laugh so much because it's Lisa essentially acknowledging she's in a flashback episode. Everything I know tells me this story doesn't end with us sitting here and you telling it to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, so when Marge's French knowledge, like she lost all of that. She used to apparently know French so What's... well that she could tutor. Well, her last name is Bouvier. Her you last think... name is Bouvier. Yeah. So I'm assuming she has a housewife doesn't have any reason to use it. So yeah. that's a Kennedy reference, of course. Yeah, Bouvier's. In case you did, I well, mean, of course, people... I don't understand. I mean, her mother's name is Jacqueline Bouvier. Yes, yeah, yeah. That. J- Jacqueline Kennedy's maiden name was Bouvier. So the oh, joke that I, wasn't Onassis. Is, I'm confused. She <laughs> then later married Onassis, which pissed a lot of people off that she married that Greek guy so soon. Yeah. This this is the scandal of the '60s. But eventually, March says yes to Homer. Homer, you're amazing. Before you couldn't say bonjour, but now you can conjugate all the regular verbs, two irregular verbs, and sing the first verse of Alouette. Alouette, jante Alouette, Alouette, jante Blumeray. Bien. I can't believe it. It's sticking. You're telling me new stuff, and minutes later, it's still there. And it's all thanks to you. Marge, when I see you forming the vowels and consonants... Consonants. Consonants with your beautiful mouth and your beautiful breath pushing them back, your beautiful teeth. You'll see. I guess. I like that, I guess. Marge, would you go to the prom with me? You know, Homer, you're like no one I've ever met before. You're dear... And honest and open, without a trace of pretension. I'll take that as a compliment. So will you go out with me? Please say we. 
Oui. Oh, one more. This will be the greatest night of your life. I've been saving up for a new engine for my here. car, but I'm going to spend it all on us. I'm renting the biggest limo. I'm going to buy you the biggest corsage. My tux is going to have the widest lapels, the most <laughs> ruffles, and the highest platform shoes <laughs> you ever saw. Disco Maybe too. I'll wear my hair. <laughs> oh. Just that last bit, just a. Solidify this is the most seventies episode it's, of all time. Is, That's that, the origin of Marge's hair, I think. That is a sweet mo- yeah, that she never puts right. it back down after that. Though that she wants to have a hairstyle exactly like her mom. Homer like, Homer's also odd. His biggest barrier to actually going on a date with Marge is well, he lies. And right after that clip he, admits he immediately to it. admits to yeah. it, which is like he's too stupid to protect yeah. himself. Yeah, and, and then, he's like, If you like honesty, here's some honesty and then what? Marge immediately is just like God. And that, I love that she goes like pretending to be stupid. Yeah. Like, uh, it was good hmm. acting. Uh, though I wanted to mention when I did see some parallels in real life with this because uh, you know, Marge knew French very well then and didn't didn't, didn't seem to use it or have lost that skill in her in as a mother like that my mom too like she she learned spanish into college and like that was one of her skills and now she barely has mastery of it anymore like she just kind of let it go yeah it happened to me too i took a lot of french classes so other than homer's own stupidity um who is who is the biggest barrier to heading to prom with marge right? john lovitz john lovitz yes. playing Adi ziff who does his akam yeah marge. i think that's the first this may not be the most appropriate form for what i'm about to put forth He's my quote of the show. But, Ahem, <clears throat> would you go to the prom with me? Whoa. Well, I, I can think of a dozen highly cogent arguments. Now, the first is from Time Magazine, dated January 8th, 1974. America's love affair with the prom. <laughs> Even wallflowers to look forward to one date a year. No, Artie, Artie, the best argument is that I've known and respected you for eight years, and I would be delighted to go to the prom with you. Uh, am I just too manly to, like, that is such a bizarre criteria to, like, mm-hmm. go and date someone with, I've respected you for well, eight years. Well, she thinks she's going on a date with a friend, <laughs> like, yeah. clearly this will pay, this will turn yeah. bad later, but she thinks, like, yeah, with a friend, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Especially after the, the home internet tells incident. me that nice guys are just, uh, they'll <laughs> treat girls uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I liked his, I liked his, like, 70s Jufro, though, yeah. too. Like, it was really funny, but... Uh, how do you like mine? Jesus. I, I, I did love Homer's, guess who's got a date for the prom? Like, yeah, we should point out Homer, uh, Marge walks out on Homer, and he does not question it, because he feels like if he avoids her, he'll still go but to the prom I, with her. I have dealt with problems like that for yeah, almost my entire life. Yeah. I mean, there's something now called the fade out, which, like, <laughs> if you're just not interested in dating somebody, you just stop communicating with, with them. But there is that weird period where it's like, wait, uh... I guess I'm still dating this yeah, person. There's no closure yeah, yeah. here. I think this is a long. This is the very earliest uh, instance of the fade out. But well, the whole thing with with Artie, mm-hmm. like just from the Achim to him <laughs> him using a Time magazine quote, America's <laughs> love affair with a prom. Even wallflowers have one date a year. Webster's just define prom. That was all just like that's my favorite scene of this entire episode. He's such a great character, and he doesn't. I only didn't grab yeah. a clip of him earlier because he gets great at the end. The worst, yeah, for gets. sure. They make uh, they they mention how on the commentary this is pretty much his audition for the critic like after they did this they're like yeah we want him back for more episodes of simpsons and maybe we just want to make a whole cartoon yeah he's one of the few people other than phil hartman who would go into play like like uh, upwards of five characters i think the will and sinclair was one of them there's Uh, actually a joke in like his 16th season appearance or whatever mm -hmm. that all of his characters hang out together Uh, and like al gene and mike reese wrote this episode with sam simon and they would be the critic showrunners yeah they're the critic Mm -hmm. showrunners so you were talking about the 
what is the thing Marge is talking about with a blind child? And the more you help them, the more you hurt them. Like, See, like uh, Marge is very into the idea of like women not supporting men or women not being exploited. But butterflies are free. Or about uh, is about a <laughs> is about a man who is basically held captive by his mother because he is blind. He was born blind, and she was taking care of him. But he wants to strike it out on his own. So it's like the mother is not being forced into the situation. She's doing it of wow. her own free will. So Marge is misinterpreting it because she read one magazine about uh, feminism, and it is such wow. a low key joke. It took me. This is like my fortieth wow. viewing of this episode. It's only like written on the blackboard. Yeah, like, like butterflies. butterflies are free. So I yeah. looked it up and I was like, "What's the synopsis of this movie?" Oh, I imagine man. if you saw this in '91 and you were like 30, wow, you would know what it was. But yeah, man. Wow, I I'm learning something right yeah, now. Yeah, no fucking. It idea. is such a low key joke. Like Very. it is. It's still a joke, but you need to know what butterflies are free are, and <laughs> I, you need to understand what Marge's feminism 70s is. Fucking movie title of yeah. all time. I do see this as kind of a sad story, though. That Marge like was a great student. Like you can see that she's Lisa's mother in that but just yeah like geez. her failing at this was kind of like the end of her uh, academic career pretty much I she feel doesn't like go to college you're totally right i feel like a later episode would underline the tragedy of her marrying homer like she her life just like went off the rails here like, like this is a mistake well, yeah mean, like he is george mcfly to uh lorraine right yeah. Lorraine, yeah. like literally just took her off track yeah the apocryphal 90s show would say she went to college but that's but, right and then like oh god wow. let's not talk about well, that same anymore with, like this <laughs> is, never say apocryphal again this is supposed to be their first meeting but again this would get retconned in a later episode mm-hmm. that would show that homer and marge met when they were little kids but the, they the blunder years rather yeah or, but okay. they didn't know who they were yeah. like, after this yeah. season we will find out the Simpsons are the worst at titling episodes oh for ever. sure <laughs> yes. it is some of the worst comedy associated with the Simpsons uh, I did have a sub line of the show just to, for Mrs. Bouvier oh this is one of my two that's the joke if you pinch your cheeks they'll glow a little more. Try to break some capillaries, dear. Couldn't we just use rouge for this? Ladies pinch. <laughs> whores use rouge. <laughs> it shows you the, what Marge grew up in. Yeah. You gotta hurt yourself in order to make it look like you've just been fucked. I'm sorry, I'm just again, like, yeah, a whore would use any makeup. Like, that's that, that that's her mom's way of thinking. But, but the, yeah. just the idea of broken capillaries in your skin, that's like people with, like, blood... That is not like, the urban legend, uh, though. It's yeah. like men are supposed to be attracted to that because it looks like a woman just been f- had the shit fucked. That out of could her. have been it, yeah. And like, like if you're flushed, yes, yeah. and you're either you're... like you're aroused, yes, yeah. I don't know. I'm just picturing her cheeks looking like a really drunk man's nose, where like all <laughs> the blood vessels are blo- yeah. like broken, and it's like. Is that what she's going for on her face? I, yeah. I still never actually. Well, you haven't, you haven't mentioned it yet. I'm surprised because, like, correct me if I'm wrong. We see Marge's family, including her father. I yeah. wanted to point that out. His but name he... is Clancy Bouvier, and it was revealed yeah. this year how he died on The Simpsons. Oh, really? And finally, it, yes. What is it? What is an it? episode called Puffless? It was revealed he died of lung cancer. Oh. Like, yeah, like in the writers' room, they're tossing around like ways he could have died. Like he got he died on a roller coaster or something. It was never admitted on uh-huh. the show. But that's see, yeah. you and I both read Simpsons Illustrated. And I remember in one of their comics, the comic was that Mrs. Bouvier came uh, over to stay, and Lisa mentions, "I know we all feel bad since uh, your your husband died yeah. in that in that roller coaster accident." So I guess they use that joke there, but yeah, like, yeah, but, and they talk about it in the commentary that they had said that they had pitched that as a potential thing, but it always got cut. Yeah, and we saw him as a um, a flight attendant yeah. in the season uh, six yeah. episode where we were flying. Uh, I yeah, assume he died of embarrassment. Don't look at me. Yeah. So, uh, but, this is, but I mean, lung cancer makes sense. He is he's lighting up like one of the worst cigarettes you can, like a <laughs> yeah. like a tipperillo or something. He is really like the male version of Patty and Selma. He's like, ah, this is the very rare appearance of Marge's dad. You know, I usually <laughs> insist on approving Marge's dates. 
Well, from what she's told me, I'm sure you're a solid citizen. Thanks, Mr. B. <laughs> it sounds like Marvin Monroe mixed with Burgess Meredith. Burgess Meredith. So, oh, also, speaking of Marge's sexuality, what Patty and Selma say is like, uh, that's what you get if you don't put out, like, the, that she gets bad dates. That would imply, unless Patty and Selma are wrong about Marge's sexual history, that would imply that Marge has only ever been with Homer. Like, she is, unless she's cheated on him. She's never been yeah, with I've another man. I always assumed that just because they met in high school and they both look like they're courting someone for the first time. Well, it was a much simpler time, though. Yeah. You know, then they seem to imply. Well, and it was like in the time. I think even in the nineties, the idea that Marge would have been with anybody before Homer, like the yeah. writers or yeah. society. Yeah, well, the commentary it. they even say like it was controversial that we like said they had a child out of wedlock. Yeah, yeah. 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 The they comment, didn't think they could get away. They with also it. say in nineteen seventy four, Tinder was just a post office box <laughs> that you submitted <laughs> things to. Uh, I would like to fuck you. Done man. with that, but like. Homer is not Marge's date, but he shows up anyway. So sad. Wonderfully pathetic. What are you doing here? You said you'd go to the prom with me. Well, I, I also said I hated you, and we haven't even talked since then. I was afraid you'd cancel our date, so I stayed away from you completely, even though it meant skipping school for three weeks and graduating this summer. I hope. Homer was wrong. That. He did not graduate. They established that way yeah. later, though. Oh, man, that's right. I totally didn't. Wow. Re- okay, yeah. So man, Homer, Homer's estimation was wrong that he needed to finish that remedial science class. Was that episode um, The Front when he uh, went back to yes, school? Yes, it was okay, The Front, wow. yeah, which brought back Dondelinger as well. Yeah. And by the way, in that episode, when they have their next 20th reunion, that would be in 2014. Oh, my God. In that I... flash forward. Wow. So we're now past that flash forward. I'm terrified But now. that's for two years from now. Plunger on his head again. There, there is also the best, my favorite Simpsons character comes up here, and it's not a oh, character. Oh, that is another first. It what? is another first. That's Charles Bronson voice. It's the first time we've ever seen it. Yeah. Is that what you want to call him? I call him Hank Azaria's blue collar. Let character. the good times roll. Let the good times roll. This one writes novels that it, like I love this character's voice so much. My favorite is just I wanted to fix those potholes on Main Street and to just show a cutaway of a guy driving a popcorn truck yeah. into a hole and he goes. Oh, <laughs> here's the thing on the commentary they pointed out they wanted that to be one character because he appears later as a limo driver much older with the same yeah. voice but then they just gave that voice to everybody it was like wise guy voice yes. they referred to it as I love this character yeah hey buddy where's your date she's with him ouch <laughs> so I guess you want me to take you home huh hey I paid for this car I paid for this tuxedo and I paid for the two dinners we're going to the prom prom it is but I don't put out. <laughs> I love that voice so much. Oh, it makes me so yeah. happy. Yeah. And then we saw the. Then we see the Larry Davis experience playing Yellow Brick Road. What is that a reference to? Larry Davis experience. I meant well, to look that up. I don't know. What the they show up a lot. They just show yeah. up a ton. Yeah. Like yeah. It just, feels like a very David Silverman hey, specific. Yeah, I thing. feel like that's just a David Silverman drawing. He was like, oh, there's a band in here. I'll make sure it's the Larry <laughs> Davis experience again. They were in the Babysitter Bandit episode too. Yep, I believe they were playing the doo doo. Do, 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 Yeah. Maybe they're just really early fans of Fridays and uh, Larry <laughs> David on Seinfeld. Uh, and, and that's where the bong line comes in, too. Is I'm, that a bong? I'm not, I'm not complaining, but just like we've established that what kind of character is Marge? They do kind of play her as the new girl and yeah. the most popular girl in school. But and she's she been gets, there for eight years, so she's And she gets already. voted prom queen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah that doesn't prom, make sense. The prom king queen thing, like, that is weird that, like, that Marge doesn't know Homer very well or vice versa and that already got voted prom king I feel like there's something in the script that suggested the votes were stuffed or something last minute changed with everybody else maybe already Sif Queen Marge long live the queen 
fellow classmates. It's so good. Instead of voting for some athletic hero or a pretty boy, you have elected me, your intellectual superior, as your king. Good for you. <laughs> good for you. Well said. <laughs> Maybe people liked Artie Ziff. You know, I like she was riding the Ziff popularity it. wave. I can't imagine it. No, he's the most respected person. He yeah, doesn't get it voted would damage prom the queen. town. Damn it. I definitely have that. I also have him singing. Why do birds? This is great. Suddenly appear? Every time. Every time. You're near. near. <laughs> It does ruin I'm sorry for talking Homer. over that, but yeah. I love it. No, it's great. It's great. And then uh, another heartfelt scene is like right afterwards, Homer has to talk to Marge. Yeah. I've never been so sure of something, Marge. Why are you doing this? Why can't you accept that I'm here with someone else? <laughs> because I'm sure we were meant to be together. Usually when I have a thought, there's a lot of other thoughts in there. Something says yes, something says no. But this time there's only Yes. How could the only thing I've ever been sure about in my life be wrong? Hmm. I don't know. But it is. Oof. Such a Oof. stab in the heart. Yeah. She's so trying many to let women him, have told me that. She's trying to let him down easy, though. She cares enough to at least talk to him. Though, as a story for, like, uh, as a lesson to teach young men, it's like, well, yeah, maybe a girl did say that, but she actually will realize she loves you later yeah. when the, if when something the, bad happens with her current boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. And I just yeah. have this clip labeled as Artie. Artie is a rapist. Yes, um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was no George McFly to save Marge, so it would have to be Homer. Well, and, he at least came to his senses. That's or also, true. Maybe when he gets slapped, he realized like, oh, I actually can't overpower her. Yeah, I'll uh, just stop. Artie that's is hardly actually, Biff Tannen. Artie, that's a much Artie, darker yeah. thought to have that he's just like, oh, I will fail at sexual assault. Yeah. So yeah. let's I, just stop. We'll say that the, the sound. The sound was the sound alone of this is more disturbing than it like is, watching yeah. it. Gee, Artie, Artie, wait, I don't know. I mean, it was it was a beautiful evening. Come on, let's not ruin Just it. This. Oh, Artie, mm. please. Come on, kiss me. Oh, oh Artie. Oh, please. No, really, I mean Oof. it. Now stop it. <gasps> Oof. I'm sorry, Marge. Take me home, Artie. Oof. Well, it's one o'clock. I love this line. If you want to keep me? I'm afraid it's going to be $45 an hour. Nah, that's okay. I'm broke. I'll walk home. Yeah. Why spoil a perfect evening? That is about <laughs> an Uber, Uber driver's right in this thing. Dude, so. yeah. adjusting for inflation, 1974, that was a very yeah. expensive. It's a lot of money. It's a limo. It's not limo. a cab. Yeah. It's a fancy stretch limo. But 45 bucks? <laughs> I can't imagine anything I'd pay 45 bucks. I won't pay you that much for a karaoke room. I liked earlier <laughs> when Homer said to him, like, let's go to Inspiration Point. And he says, like, all right, hey, but I'm only paid to drive. I'm only paid to drive. I don't put up. Do you have the uh, clip of when Artie and Marge are at Marge's doorstep? Of course. Please play that, Chris. It's not only great, but it's, again, the second... I'd like to think the second show in a road where a busy hands joke is made during It's my line of the show. Actually, one word is my line of the show. That's the joke. Marge, I would appreciate it if you didn't tell anybody about my busy hands. Not so much for myself, but I am so respected, it would damage... The town to hear it. Good night. Good night. Okay. That was my line of the show. Good night. Good night. It's like the ultimate John Lovitz reading, yeah. and it is stuck in my brain for yeah. 25 years. I just think of that whenever I hear good night. Good night. I'm Artie Ziff. It's another commentary, yeah, that he would say, yeah. good night. I'm Artie Ziff. I'm sad they, they cut that part out because yeah. I feel like it would have yeah. underlined his nerdiness. Uh, it would damage the so town. Well, I wonder if he uh, the town. Damage uh, the town to hear it. Uh, I'm surprised Artie never like went back and tried to like date 
Patty or Selma because yeah, they were into he him. Had a chance with them. Yeah. Who's they thought he was he handsome, and she he thought they were handsome too. And hey, I got to be honest, looked pretty good in the seventies. Yeah. yeah, they didn't look bad. Yeah, they had the, the husky voices, which they developed at like age twelve, according to a flashback. Who's to say he didn't have sex with them? That's like, true. Who knows? But like, they didn't go back the next night for them. But I also a line that always stuck me as a kid, just the. When Homer goes over to the side of the road, he goes, All right! All right! So I have an extra long clip. This is the, right. the end of the episode, but it's so beautiful. It's a it's really good ending. Sweet. I'm yes. going to ruin this for you. How did Homer? How did Marge find Homer? Just uh, drove driving? around until she dri- found I guess him, Springfield I guess. might be a smaller town in the 70s. Well, I, I, thought, I thought they said that, like, he, was he at Inspiration Point too? And he yeah, walked home yeah. from so there. So she got yeah. driven but back. She wouldn't and, know he's from Inspiration. But he point. walked back before they left, so maybe she saw him. Maybe it's possible. I it doesn't guess. matter. I just wanted to be a jerk. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I'm over as far as I can go. All right, all right. I'll walk in the mud. Stop! 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 Homer. Marge. Yeah. You want a ride? Sure. You know, Homer, when I got home, I realized who I should have gone to the prom with. Ooh. Oh. Oh. Yeah. prom day. Marge, mm-hmm. poor boo. Mm. Why so glum? <sighs> I got a problem. I'm with Bart. Once you stop this car, I'm going to hug you and kiss you, and then I'll never be able to let you go. And I never have. <sighs> <laughs> That's what I was doing as a kid by that point. Me too. Me Cut too. to credits. Can I talk yeah. about the ending for this episode they didn't show? Yeah. That they wrote, but they, they just ended with Bart gagging. Mm-hmm. Uh, Homer is like, they talk about how, how Artie went to prison yeah. for like what? tax evasion oh. or like insider trading or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Homer's like, no, he can't vote. And Lisa's like, but you don't vote that. He's like, that's because I don't want to. <laughs> yes. And then the episode ends. So that's what the, the show was originally going to end like. <laughs> yeah, it was. It, you feel like you should get some more yeah. uh, closure for Artie. Well, this was such a big deal back then, though. Like now we've seen eight million Simpsons flashbacks and flash forwards. Like I was all their say, life we should probably do an article at some point in yeah. Simpsons flashback yeah. episodes. I How think, many have there been? Yeah. Okay, so Hank, you're like uh, okay. So when they were watching these episodes, they they were inspired doing the commentary. So yeah. in season fourteen, Artie came back, mm-hmm. and we find out he's obsessed with Marge, and he like yeah. recreated their prom, and he like flies her out to like re-experience. It's like season yeah. fourteen. So I believe season fourteen. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, that's the first time he comes back. Uh, I know he's at oh, their reunion. Right. He's the not voiced by Lovett. It's Dan Castellaneta doing though they, voice. Though they mentioned on the commentary they had just recorded that episode, so that episode uh, did not inspire it. Okay, but they definitely you can you can't see them watching episodes like oh they clearly were rethinking this stuff about mm-hmm. the Simpsons. It was Al Jean who was writing and yes, running the was, show. I would bet that happens more than you'd think. That yeah. I, I bet Simpsons writers and producers don't actually watch season two episodes of the show yeah. until they do commentaries and they're reminded, oh, fuck, Artie Ziff. Yeah. I forgot also, about that guy. On some of the later commentaries, you hear about a trivia contest they had with Simpsons fans. and like, we're going to blow them out of the water. And then like, they were destroyed by <laughs> Simpsons fans yes. at uh, trivia. By the way, like, I, I meant to mention this earlier. Like, when they're at prom, I guess if this was like a modern-day episode... Homer would have like gotten contact with Barney and like, dude, let's just like hang out at the prom together and drink. The fact like they are disconnected at the prom and Homer spends the entire night alone. Like, you think at some point he would have been like, 
Dude, Barney, let's like drink. I'm I'm going stag let's tonight. Let's set this place on fire. Yeah, yeah. Barney did streak re- yeah. referencing the famous Ray Stevens oh, song. Right. Yeah, but at, at at no point do they ever like let's hang okay. out. We're was, best friends. Is that because that song's from '74? Because that song appears for no reason. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, like streaking was a fad. Remember the Mister Show sketch? I, streak yeah. Dome. Yeah, '97. Yeah. <laughs> fucking great. Streak Dome, 97, uh, it, I just that. just that like he streaks for a second, and then we hear the song "The Streak." Is yeah, like we needed to be reminded. Well, it was the Larry Davis experience? They're just playing. On the ball. It, it, it's like I, yeah. yeah. Like they were just like on the Tonight Show, where they're like, "Oh, we should play Sting here." Do, yeah, do. running naked through a, a public crowd was a fad at some point. That's how yeah. low yeah, entertainment I don't, was. I don't know when this episode will air, so I'll just say R.I.P. Ray Stevens. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, well he might deserve it. At this point. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he's another one of those. That could be a list too of like celebrities who were broken by nine eleven. Yeah, he, he'd be another one. Well, he did make a song called Ahab the Arab yep. a long time before that. So that is true. So yeah. maybe it didn't break him. Yeah, it just it just empowered him. So I guess that was uh. Uh, the way yep. we was that was the yeah. way we was in our longest episode ever but I think if any episode merits it yeah. is this one they're only going to get longer after this oh, so uh, as always I'm your host Bob Mack you can find me at Bob Servo on Twitter B-O-B-S-E-R-V-O I also write for US Gamer and Something Awful mm-hmm. and I do the classic gaming podcast Retronauts go to retronauts.com or usgamer.net or just search for it wherever you listen to podcasts it's a classic gaming podcast all these guys have been on it and you'll love it I'm out of breath everybody mm-hmm. my talk name about is Chris things. and I'm better than Bob and <laughs> you can find me at Canteast on Twitter oh, I probably man. won't answer anything and, uh, until stuff clears up but I also do a lot of work at lasertimepodcast.com including the Laser Time show uh, which is there and the weekly video game show Video Game Apocalypse so check that out at lasertimepodcast.com mm-hmm. and don't forget that if you like this but you haven't heard the first season that's available only to patrons on patreon.com slash lasertime five dollars a month gets you so many extras including the first 13 episodes of Talking Simpsons where we talk about the uh, rough but fun first season yeah. Uh, there's also Cheap Podcast, the uh, Laser Times Wrestling Podcast. If you're curious about the uh, the Russian Rasputin and uh, <laughs> Warner Von Braun from that, uh, re- what was that? Truckosaurus. The, yeah, Truckosaurus episode. Uh, yeah, there's a wrestling show on this, on this <laughs> network. It'll help you into it. Yeah. So, yeah, that's been Talking Simpsons. We'll see you next week, everybody. Good night. <laughs> The Papa Goose of Love. People talk about me, baby. Say I'm doing you wrong, doing you wrong, doing you wrong, doing you wrong. But don't you worry, baby, don't worry. Cause I'm right here, right here, right here. Has the winter season taken a toll on your tile, upholstery, carpet? Call Cyclone Cleaners, 570-726-6200. For all your carpet, upholstery, and ceramic tile cleaning needs, it's Cyclone Cleaners. Also offering odor treatment and soil and stain guard. Choose the only cleaning company that supplies the water to clean your home and disposes of it when they are finished. Call Cyclone Cleaners to schedule your cleaning today, 570-726-6200.